Hey, y'all, before we get into the show, a quick heads up. CityCast Philly is turning one. So we're hosting a live podcast taping and mixer to celebrate. It'll be after work at the Indie Hall Coworking Clubhouse on Wednesday, August 30th. We'd love to see you there. To RSVP for this event, click the link in our show notes. Okay, here's the show. Today on CityCast Philly, there's been a debate brewing for years just over the bridge. Is Central Jersey a real place? New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy told The Late Show that he thinks so and even more. It's a little bit of a mystical kingdom, kind of a Camelot. It's in the in the mist, so you really have to sort of grasp it and live it. It's not abstract. It's there, I promise you. So it's 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 mystical and not abstract at the same time. Isn't that cool? Is it is it New Jersey's Narnia? It might be. I have you, to think. Can I, can I sleep on that one and come back to you? No. You've got to give me an answer now. I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. I think it's definitely maybe Narnia. I'm speaking with a state senator about what defines Central Jersey and his bill to put it officially on the map. It's Wednesday, August 9th. I'm Trinina Ray, And I know, I know, here's what Philly's talking about. to mention before we get started, I'm half New Jerseyan. I grew up in Patterson and in Newark, which is in North Jersey. So it's fair that I can talk about this, even though I spent most of my life in the Philly region. And joining me is State Senator Andrews Worker. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Trinae. So happy to be here. You represent Central Jersey in the State Senate. Now, New Jersey historically has been divided into North Jersey, which is closer to New York City. And then we have South Jersey, which are the communities over the bridge to the farms and to the shore. So tell me, what makes Central Jersey distinct from those other two regions? Well, let me first start with my own confession, which is that I, too, grew up in North Jersey. I'm a Bergen (laughs) County person who uh, went to high school there before going off to college, settling in the central part of our state. And now I have the chance to not only live here and work here, but as you said, I represent a good chunk, but not all of, of central New Jersey. And you asked what makes it unique. I mean, there's a couple of, of things, which is we are in the central part of New Jersey, quite literally one of the key areas, if not the key area, in the birth of the entire country. The 10 crucial days of the Revolutionary War were right here in central New Jersey. This was a time when things were not going well for General Washington and his troops. And we, you know, most of us have that image of him standing in a boat crossing the Delaware River off to to Pennsylvania, right? Yes, for sure. Now, this is history I have never heard before. Right. But what happened in the Battle of Princeton, the Battle of Trenton, were after some very significant defeats, victories that changed the course of the entire Revolutionary War. So if not for central New Jersey, perhaps not the United States. So last thing I'll say on the history, which is if you go back before the Revolutionary War, it wasn't about North and South Jersey or the Jersey Shore. It was actually East and West 
Jersey. Okay. Way before the Revolutionary War. And then it became North and South. And, you know, to finish this up, I'd say this, right? Uh, South Jersey, generally Eagles fans. North Jersey, generally Giants, Giants fans. <laughs> I think that's the most important question nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it, we're, we in Central Jersey, we're all over the place. Uh, so <laughs> we are perhaps the dividing line between the Eagles and the Giants. Well, Senator, I have to ask you, which one are you rooting for? So I am, as a North Jersey boy, originally by heart, 100% a, a Giants fan. My apologies. Actually, no, I'm not apologizing to anyone in Philadelphia. <laughs> I am a Giants fan. We'll see what happens this year. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> okay. So what are some locations or sites that, again, from what you were saying, that define the region? Yeah. So so the region, of course, where's the boundary between North and Central or Central and South is up for debate. And the legislation will eventually talk about that uh, I wrote and sponsored and have worked through the New Jersey legislature defines it as four counties of the 21 that exist in New Jersey, Hunterdon, Somerset, Mercer, and Middlesex. That includes New Brunswick, home of Rutgers, our state university. It includes Mercer and Princeton, which is where I, I work at Princeton University. Uh, so it includes Trenton, of course, which is our capital. And again, one of the key historical places for the Revolutionary War. So that is sort of the, the towns that perhaps people might recognize. But throughout that are, are beautiful little small towns and villages, uh, suburban areas and, and farms, beautiful canals that all define our, our region. And you know, unlike North Jersey, which is close to New York, and a lot of people commute there, quite dense. And as you mentioned in your introduction, South Jersey, which is really the agricultural heart of New Jersey, uh, which is not to say we don't have wonderful farms in, in Central Jersey, but we are this in-between uh, farms, suburban areas, cities. So we're sort of a mixture of everything. Now, do people identify as being from Central Jersey? Absolutely. It's a source of pride. Uh, there is no way that someone who lives in the center of our state says, oh, I'm from North Jersey or I'm from South Jersey. We are Central Jersey through and through. I'm not sure what the governor said, what he called it, but uh, we are a kingdom. A magical <laughs> kingdom. So we are the magical kingdom of Central New Jersey. So, Senator, your bill to officially recognize Central Jersey passed in the state legislature earlier this summer. Tell me, what exactly does the bill do? So, so the bill, while it has a fun part, which is it literally defines the region of Central New Jersey for the New Jersey state tourism industry, where in the past we didn't have that. So it is going to resolve the debate once and for all, whether Central New Jersey exists. But that's not really why I did the bill in the first place. It really is about tourism. And the motivation behind the bill has to do with the pandemic and has to do with when you look at how tourism has come back in New Jersey, what you see is that no surprise uh, down at the Jersey Shore, 
it's come back and surpassed where it was pre-pandemic. For sure. We talked about that on the show, about just how much rentals are going for, um, that people are like adjusting. Like a lot of Philadelphians, we go down to the shore for vacation. I was just at Bringington and uh, it was it was a lot of people there. That's right. Uh, you know, so, so the shores come back and you can see that it's it's gotten quite expensive. Uh, we also have data that looks at tourism, again, pre-pandemic and now where we are right now for northern, central and southern regions of the state. And what we're seeing is that the central part of the state actually has lagged behind when it comes to returning to pre-pandemic levels of tourism, which is so critically important for our shops, our businesses, our, our restaurants, hotels, uh, whatever it might be. That's actually the motivation behind the bill. And so along with that piece of defining central Jersey comes a promotion of a new area and some money that's put, put aside to promote the new area. And so we're not taking away promotion from the shore or from the north or the south. We're simply adding to that. And then we're also going to point out the wonderful agritourism, the Revolutionary War sites that we've already started to talk about, farm-to-table restaurants and parks and canals. So that's really what this piece of legislation is about. And where does the bill stand now? It's on the governor's desk. And I'm hoping to do a bill signing ceremony. Where else would we do it? Uh, we'll have to do it in central New Jersey. And so we've been talking to the governor and his team sometime this summer into the fall of doing a bill signing ceremony. We're on a, a summer break in the legislature. So we're, we're going to wait until uh, we get time for everyone to come together and celebrate the official end to the, the debate. Now, we did hear Governor Murphy in the beginning of the show call this a magical land. What does Governor Murphy say about Central Jersey and this bill? Well, Governor Murphy lives, first of all, and he'd be the first to tell you this, right sort of at the border between whether you want to call it Central Jersey or the Shore region as we move into exactly where those boundaries are. So he is a major fan of the central part of our state. Anyone who calls it a magical kingdom clearly is a fan of the, the region. But we fully expect him to sign it with a flourish when we all come back together. And as like I said, to continue to now focus on promoting the tremendous, tremendous reasons why people should come and visit you and your friends. You know, I, I get going to the shore. I mean, I do it myself with my own family, but th there's going to have to be now be times where you go, hey, let's cross the bridge and go to central Jersey. That's a happening spot. Okay. Now, speaking of that, what would be the perfect day in central Jersey? What would you do? Oh, my goodness. All right. So in, in a perfect day, and as we're recording this, it's a 80-degree, sunny, perfect day as far as I'm concerned already. So uh, I would start with either a walk, a jog, or a bike ride along the DNR Canal, the Delaware and Raritan Canal, which is over 60 miles long, this beautiful, beautiful path that goes along right next to the canal. The canal was used to transport goods a long, long time ago before railroads were, were in place, and now it's a recreational area. So you can go for, for miles, and it's safe and it's beautiful and the woods, you're surrounded by woods. 
just perfect. So I would start there. Then I guess I would do a Zoom or two because, you know, it's a work day. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'd go to lunch at one of the local Central Jersey restaurants, which sources its vegetables, fruits, meats from Central New Jersey farms. So now you've got the most local, the freshest farm-to-table restaurants and have just a, a great lunch. I'm someone who likes to dine outside, so I'd look for a restaurant that has tables outside. It's a beautiful day. After lunch, uh, I've always been jealous of you know Europeans who believe that after lunch is time for siesta. <laughs> Me too, I wish. <laughs> right? Here in Central Jersey, what do we do? It means we've got to go back to Zooms uh, or, or other meetings. But then I'm going to go in the afternoon, because it'll be five o'clock somewhere, to one of my favorite Central Jersey breweries, which makes award-winning beer mm. that can hold its own with beer anywhere in the country and, quite frankly, anywhere in the world. And I'll meet some friends and we'll have a, a, a responsibly, of course, have a Central Jersey beer or two or three, but then we won't drive. And then at that point, I suppose, let's say, we've already gone out to eat once. So at this point, maybe I'm going to get tickets for one of the local theaters. We have award-winning regional theaters. I just saw Hassan Minaj at the McCarter Theater in Princeton. If you haven't seen him yet, first time I saw him, boy, is he hysterically funny. And then time to go home, uh, get a good night's sleep, and do it all over again the next day. Interesting. Now, speaking of foods... I have to ask you, is it Taylor ham or pork roll? <laughs> <laughs> As a Central Jersey person, there's only one answer to that, mm. and that it has to be Taylor ham. The reason being, Taylor ham was invented where? In Trenton, which is in Central, Central New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> so if you're from Central Jersey, no question about it. It's not pork roll. It's Taylor ham. <laughs> All right, that was Senator Andrew Zwicker. Thanks so much for coming on CityCast Philly. It was my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. And here's what else Philly's talking about. There has been some progress on a permanent fix to the I-95 overpass that collapsed in June. Metro Philadelphia reports Governor Josh Shapiro and Lieutenant Governor Austin Davis signed their names to a steel beam that will permanently hold up this section of the highway. The road is currently open with temporary supports. State officials have said work on the long-term fix will be complete sometime next spring or early summer. And this year's Made in America Festival has been canceled. According to festival organizers, the two-day music festival is not happening, quote, due to severe circumstances outside of production control. SZA and Lizzo were set to co-headline the festival, held on the Benjamin Franklin Parkway. Some former backup dancers recently sued Lizzo, alleging sexual harassment and a hostile work environment. Check out the Hey Philly newsletter for more Philly news. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend that lives in Jersey. Rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Bye.